The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcast the only podcast featuring uh two beta soy boy male whatever you want to call us cucks yeah we're cucks right yeah, kyle yeah, i can't remember uh, yeah 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 super super alpha no beta no but we're beta super, no we're we're omega that's what we are fuck. Um, didn't we describe this before we're cucks there's uh, another one somebody androgen yes. I don't sucking i don't know what you, yeah i don't know Oh no no reverse racist yeah oh that's right we're racist yeah, that's we're, right we're, oh we're, yeah we're, yeah yeah you know because we talk about white yeah. people because I I've I've got the pedigree people I did the I did the thing I know my pedigree I am white and you you know that that means I can talk about white issues if you guys think that that's what the how that works that's what we're gonna do here so anyway like I said it's two of us however we also have uh, our very own. I, I hate calling her it, but you know she's kind of embraced it on her own because she played thought bingo herself. She's like right. bingo. I, I did bingo. blackout. You got, got blackout, didn't you? Bingo. I got thought bingo. Yeah, I totally did. You went across the whole board. Even the, you didn't even need the free space. You're like fuck it, I got it. <laughs> I, I don't think I needed the free space, which was uh, had sex. Why? By the way, was the free space? Why? Why is that the free Why space? Anyway, free space. You know anyway, what, we have our. You know hang on, hey, let me introduce her. Let me introduce her. And, and also featuring our special guest this week, one of Felicia's best friends. We've talked about her on the show many, many times before. We have Rena joining us. Oh, Welcome yeah, to the show, Rena. She's been on the show before. She oh, and she has. Oh, she has. Yes. How long like, ago was that? It was oh, like, God. Very, like, was very, very early on. Before I moved to yeah. New York. So it was like it was, it was before, two years ago. Really? You were pregnant. You were pregnant. I was. Oh, I was that's pregnant. right. And you couldn't oh, dream. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we so, met at coffee and we're like, hey, let's 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 hook up one of these nights, you know? And yeah. it didn't wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a that's a really fucking long time ago. I'm sorry. I, I went <laughs> to New York to be around culture and brown people and diversity and then I came back to Utah. Did you bring any of it with you? I mean <laughs> uh, only what I take with me every day. Which I know, is a right? tiny bit. So anyway, this is episode number 206, and I'm your host, X, and uh, like I've already said, we already said that part. God damn it. I don't need to read from the script every night. So before we get to the point where we talk about what we've been up to for the last week, uh, let me be the first to welcome you if you're a new listener. And for those that have been to the rodeo before, welcome back. This is quite the show that you're going to get tonight, because all four of us are having uh, beverages as we're going along as we're doing the show. It's going to get weird. It's going to be fun. (laughs) Anyway, so with that. Please, pray tell, what have you two been up to lately? Actually, all three of you. Let's start with Rena. What have you been up to recently? Because you have a certain thing coming up on uh, the 20... What day is that coming up? 22nd that I think we're invited to come to as well. I'm I'm, I'm leading it because I I know what it is. And so we've been waiting to tell everybody about it. But go ahead, Rena. What's going on? Yeah, big enough. So obviously, I've been in New York for two years, which has made me miss having a community of like non-religious awesome people so coming back to utah i actually have that community 
So Sunday Assembly is hosting their third annual Pie and Beer Day. For those that don't really care about Pioneer Day, um, and maybe you don't fit into the pioneer traditions of whatever. And I don't know. What do they do? I don't know what they do. But anyway, so. They go on They have track. a parade. And there they... you go. You have a parade. <laughs> they, have a, they have a parade, and then they set the state on fire. That's what they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. so much fun. So right. we're not doing any of that. Instead, we're going to meet at Canyon Rim Park. Um, at a We reserved a pavilion. It's going to be big. It's going to be awesome. We have a bounce house. We have cotton candy. We have free pizza, free pie. Um, and it's BYOB because of Utah. We're a nonprofit. We can't give you alcohol, but you can bring your own beer. So bring your own beer. You can share beer if you want to bring more, uh, whatever you want. Uh, it's going to be awesome. And uh, it's not technically a fundraiser because that would be illegal but we are going to be taking uh donations and uh we're also going to be selling in a bunch of amazing merchandise and it's going to be just a big group of secular people listening to music and having a time over like pizza beer and pie it'll be fantastic now for people outside Hi. of utah may not realize pioneer day is uh, july 24th usually is when they celebrate it. and that's when i believe when the mormons landed in utah and they're like look at this new land we've discovered that nobody lives on excuse me <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah thank you thank you excuse me everybody else that was here yeah, yeah exactly. so they they venerate this day in this state a lot more than they do the fourth of july because it's technically a mormon holiday so they the love that, that my work tried to deny it they were like it's not a mormon holiday i'm like it's a mormon holiday and they're like it's a mormon no. holiday guys. like it's a mormon holiday they're like but there were more than just mormon pioneers i'm like it's a mormon holiday no, uh, no. Not <laughs> i mean Sorry. later yeah there was a bunch of whores and trappers and stuff that pass through Utah. You're right. Well, except that one part where up in Mountain Meadows, where they the trappers you know. and the trappers and the whores were already here. And, They've been hey, using it. Quite the long Catholics, time. the Catholics came right after the pioneers because they started that church up in the avenues that celebrated their centennial about five yeah. years ago. So, yeah, the cathedral of the Madeline here. Yeah. yeah. So you, Which, by the way, I fucking love that cathedral. It's a beautiful cathedral, by the it's way. It's based on car- Gothic. I art. love it too. Yeah. Yeah. I miss the smell of frankincense and guilt. <laughs> <laughs> me too. That's Frank like me driving through guilt. Ogden and be like, God oh, I miss it. the smell you of know, dog food. You know, <laughs> I did. I did go to confessional one time at that church. Oh. I Did you feel like you had to, Kyle? I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. It was just, it was just, it was just for fun. I went to confession in tears when I lost my virginity, and uh, they told me I, I could have a second virginity. So, bam, pop, bam. I've, uh, I brought my virginity twice. I mean, I'm, I'm, re- I'm glad somebody else was in tears when they lost their virginity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so anyway. That's Rena's what she's been up to. What about um, either oh, of you two? I, what have you been up to? Okay, well, I'm going to take my time to talk about why I love Sunday Assembly. So um, Sunday Assembly is a community building organization. They are a nonprofit. And uh, I went recently. I, I've, uh, decide, I went and I decided I was going to start going regularly. Uh, they do their Sunday meeting, like their Sunday 
service? I'm really let's, not sure what to call off, it. First off, let's not call it church because it, let's it, just no, let's it's just not. Dis- discard that right it's now. It's entirely because... secular. There is no uh, dogma. There's no book. There's no spirituality. Uh, not, 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 nothing supernatural. Uh, but they don't care if you do supernatural or believe in God. You're welcome all the same. And uh, we sing pop songs and they have a live band, in fact. And then they get headstyle talks in. Um, I recently did the community share, and it was really emotional for me. Um, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Um, but it was—it's wonderful, and it's—it's it's good people. It's—it's it's really uplifting without feeling any of that guilt that we talked about with the Catholics or anything like that. There's none of that there, and it's—it's uh, it's a reasonable hour, uh, ten thirty on Sunday. But they also have like community get-togethers, like pie and beer day. They do other picnics mm-hmm. or hikes and stuff. It's it's really awesome. There's no like, if you miss it, nobody cares. Like everyone wants to see you, but it's not like how they're dare not looking. You miss it. They're not yeah. looking for that ten percent every month. No, no. Uh, when they pass the hat, they're not even shy about. It. They're like, this is a nonprofit, and we have bills, and they show you the bills. <laughs> I love it. Yep. Well, as long as Yep. As long as it's we're, not like my the church I went to as a kid where they're like, we need the building fund to get more money. We need to build onto the church. We're going to build onto here. And it's just like, yeah, the pastor just needs a new Cadillac. That's all there is to it. Mm. Uh, yeah, entirely <sighs> volunteer, uh, entirely volunteer run. And it's uh, it's it's really wonderful. I, I love it. Uh, I, I'm going to like I'm going all the time now. I love the people. It's, it's wonderful. It's a it's a great way to just have something affirming like that without it yeah. coming with all the other bullshit baggage yeah yeah there's no baggage it's it's fantastic i highly recommend it um, kyle kyle what about you man what have you been up to what have you been up to for this past <laughs> week <laughs> i just i mean i worked a 10 hour overtime shift today so you know me not a lot you know? <laughs> hi drink it's 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 saturday night and we're podcasting oh. and drinking because this is how we spend every Saturday night for like the past three years because we're so cool. Well, this no, here's here's the thing. Hobbies. Well, okay. Yeah. Here, here's a funny thing, and we'll get into the show here in one second. I just want to let this note be known out there is that th- we want to do this. We enjoy doing this. Don't don't ever like take any of our tongue in cheek comments that we make out there in like any kind of like real negative light because we wouldn't be here on saturday nights drinking or you know not even drinking sometimes just having a good time on in front of the camera in front of everybody else just having a having a go we're having a good time and i've had people this entire past week because we had a video that went viral on us <laughs> where and viral in in the small sense small v not big v right. but you know like 30,000 views in one week which is pretty fucking amazing for us that have put out like 1300 videos we had one that really picked up steam and people are like don't you guys have anything better to do? And I'm like, yes, that this is our hobby. Like, like you I should really, you party should, to be here. You should really get a hobby. And I'm like, this is my hobby. <laughs> I have several hobbies. <laughs> I, I mean, choose to do this. Yeah, exactly. Like I have other things I enjoy doing, but at the same time, <laughs> I spend easily 16 hours a week doing Utah outcast related stuff. And at the same time, it's like, I wouldn't do this if I didn't fucking love doing this. If I didn't love having an audience, if I didn't love talking to these two people and Rena, no exception there. We love talking to you as well. I'm just saying week after week, <laughs> month after month, year after year, 
it's Kyle and Felicia that bring me back to it. And if I didn't have them doing this with me, I, I had a stint, and some people might remember that, where I had to have a guest host on because these two needed a break. And we did it, and we continued to do the show, but it didn't have the same heart. It didn't have the same feeling as having the show with my two of my best friends that we do the show with. And I hope everybody else out there that might want to get into podcasting, that you get your own little co-host, you get your own show going on, and you continue to do it because it's something you'd like to do, not because it's something you feel like you have to do. Podcasting and you know, just having an audience in general, even if you have only like 10 people watching the show a week, it's still fucking great to know that people are enjoying something that you're putting out there in the world, and there's no better feeling. So anyway, that's my what I've been up to this past fucking week. I've just been having a lot of fun with that. And I'm never going to do math on a episode ever <laughs> again. again. <laughs> not without a calculator, math. you're not. Well, okay, it's percentages. <laughs> fuck you people that are, like, correcting me between 20% and 25%. I mean, honestly, fuck you. No, you were doing it on the fly, too, so... Okay, it would have really? been a lot better. It would have been a lot better, and we're going to cut out right after this. It would have been a lot better yeah. if I wasn't such a smarmy asshole towards Ken Ham about you. Anybody want to do basic math? Let's do basic math, and I get it wrong. <laughs> and then you get the basic math, and then you get the basic math slightly wrong. Oh God! And there's a couple people like he's in the ballpark. I'm a fucking contractor. If like if we're with, if we're within five percent, that's amazing. <laughs> we're giving people estimates. So. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so twenty percent. From one million, it, like a drop from twenty percent is eight hundred thousand. But if you're going up from eight hundred thousand to the next amount, yeah. it's a twenty five percent gain, not twenty percent. You know, that's, you yeah, because that like really that. fucking matters. Really you know, God. No, damn. no, and that's 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 fair. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. But that's it's just statistics and how you look at the numbers. And statistics are bullshit. I because, totally knew you were wrong the whole time. And just was being polite for not calling you out on it on the show. I knew. Because like I You weren't <laughs> even in the room. You came running in <laughs> I know, I said, talking about your blue cheese that you were having. It is so. fantastic blue cheese. I don't regret it. There are that. some people that said Felicia where they're like, at one minute fifty eight seconds, I slow it down to twenty five percent speed because you come jetting into the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no, we're... And you people Wrong. <laughs> right. anyway that's enough for that people we're gonna go ahead and get into our first segment so uh just hang on and uh, if you're a patron you get to hear something funny and if you're not you get to hear a commercial then something <laughs> funny we'll be right back hi this is dan ryan and matt with the godless revolution podcast we've had a lot of great guests on this show such as russell glasser dan errol brian fields david silverman doug mesner aka lucian greaves and joey kirkman whom we love a lot we've also had a lot of really cool local guests and we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds you should give us a listen because if you don't you're gonna be really sad make your ears happy listen to the godless revolution podcast what oh don't worry about him sir he's murdered He's 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 Maxer. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Oh come on, yes sir. Anyway, get on with the story. Well, I never really liked him, so. Pastor Paula White. The, you know, the chair of President Donald Trump's Evangelical Advisory Board. <sighs> Big, long, like, 
lengthy sigh on that one there, the fact that he has to have that. Uh, defended Trump's child separation policy earlier this week. Of course. And this has been a long fucking week, people, let me tell you, because this is like Monday news that I'm reading here. And we normally don't do Monday news. However, this is an item that we had to bring up because it was really funny because she claimed that Jesus did not live in Egypt illegally and that he would have not been our Messiah if he had broken the law. Oh, which is great because and I'm going to continue the article here. It came from talkingpointsmemo.com. Uh, after gushing over how, quote unquote, amazing the child detention center she visited was, Paula White addressed immigration advocates point that Jesus himself was a refugee. Yes, he did live in Egypt for three and a half years, the televangelist told CBN News, but it was not illegal. If he had broken the law, then he would have been sinful and he would not have been our Messiah, White added. <laughs> um, one, Jesus was a man, therefore he was capable of sin. That was a thing. Uh, two, he was a rebel. Like, that was his whole thing. He was crucified for being a criminal, a, a political criminal. Yeah, and that's the next line that I have here. It says, in fact, Jesus was famously, famously crucified specifically for breaking the law by claiming to be the son of God. Before yeah. that, he was persecuted by religious leaders and the Romans by violating laws like resting on the Sabbath. So mm. Paula White needs to read her Bible a little bit closer. She does not have a theological degree, actually. Oh, really? Are no, we surprised? Not. No, is that surprising at all? Oh, that's she right. It says right here. Reverend Dr. Chuck Curie on July 11th said, where did she get her theological education? Oh, she didn't. Her highest degree is a high school diploma. <laughs> Ooh. Burn. Well, uh, well, no, I mean, that, that even should, that should I be mean, me too. <laughs> I mean, me too, but also, um, I know more about the life of Jesus. It's not hard. It's well, one it, book. No, it's more hard. It's four, so it's four gospels to be there, fair, Kyle. to be fair, that book is boring as fuck. There's well, not the book pictures. sucks. The book sucks, but so does the fucking Scarlet Letter, and I read that. So, <laughs> same thing with the Crucible. I hated the Crucible. I didn't like that one at all. I co-directed that play in high school. I oh, liked the Grapes I was of Wrath. To be in it, and then I got grounded, and I wasn't allowed to be in it. And then my mom took it back, and then I couldn't get my part back. That's a real story. Oh. <laughs> I know it's really sad. So. Let's see. Several Christian leaders weren't having it with White's take, and this is a Dr. Reverend Dr. Barber here that it says here, at Rev. Dr. Barber. It says here, Jesus was a refugee and did break the law. He was crucified as a felon under Roman law. Christian nationalists like Paula White are enabling injustice with biblical interpretations that echo hashtag slaveholder religion. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And then see uh, James Martin. I don't want to like him. I don't no. want to like him. I'm siding with. I'm. I. Well, I've said this. I'm siding with the Muslims a lot more. I will side with Christians that are fucking right about social he's political right. issues. No, no he's yeah. absolutely fucking right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. A guy by the name of James Martin said, "No, period. <laughs> Jesus broke the laws, both religious and civic, several yeah. times. Yeah, which is one of the reasons he was crucified." He yeah. healed on the Sabbath, permitted his disciples to pluck grain, and had contact with the unclean, and so on. Right. Plus, he was indeed a refugee. 
Right. I don't, I don't, it, it boggles. Do they think the Romans just crucified him for no reason? They didn't like him. <laughs> this is what the Christians would have you His believe. Face, that's not a reason that they don't. They, they might be Romans, but they weren't. Um, okay, so fucking... back when I was a kid, this was actually the explanation I got is, um, and this isn't it, not even in the Bible is this claimed it, what it was, but this is the Catholic school, uh, definitely not theologian, like people who understand their theology at all, what they taught me, but they were like, the Romans said that since he said he was the son of God, that usurped the emperor's power and they couldn't have that. And I was like, wasn't it the Pharisees that had what? the problem with him? It that, was the that's Pharisees. really what it was. Uh, yeah. It was the Pharisees. Yeah. But also, um, was he was a political dissident in that right. he rejected the power of Rome, not because he was the son of God, but just because because he's like, why should you be ruled by some nation from far away? Yeah, but, I uh, thought it was because dissonant. he wore socks with sandals. You know what? Ooh. Yeah. You know, I may wear cargo shorts, no, but, but I will fucking mock oh, yeah, anybody no, fuck that wears that. socks with yeah. slides no. or socks with sandals. Have you seen this shit? Have you seen this shit? Crocs just released high-heeled Crocs, and I can't, I can't handle fuck reality. That shit. No, God what? damn it, I no, love this show. I am protesting. <laughs> I am making a sign tonight. That's it. Fuck that shit. No, no. Croc heeled Crocs. No. If no, I see anybody shit. wearing heeled Crocs, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna steal them off your fucking feet. And I'm going to run down the street. That's what I'm going to do. And then we're going right? to burn them. No. And then we're going to burn them in effigy. I just, gonna gonna crucify I, them. Can't, I, just can't ima- I just can't imagine the sound that those would make walking down the street. Well, it would be like a clunk, 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 because they're not real well, fucking it would heels. Be, it would be a no. clunk. Especially what, if you what? wore them in the summer, it would be a clunk followed by this like wet rubber sweaty foot sound. You know when like Shrek <laughs> is walking through the swamp? Yeah. Yeah, that is the fucking yeah. croc walking sound. Yeah. Every day yeah. of my life, I think of Shrek walking through the swamp. Right, right. You want to wear those around the house? Every day of my life is Shrek outside. <laughs> hey, now you're an all star. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. All right, folks, it's uh, Dave Dobbenmeyer once again coming back with us and I don't think he's going to talk to us about butt sex this time uh, as much as he wants <laughs> then to. What's, I mean, then what's the point? Honestly, that, that really is really? the point. I, I don't know. He's going to talk to us about uh, indoctrination. So okay. let's let the Christian talk to us about that. Here we go. Sure. They've convinced us that your, that your faith is private and personal. It should it, be it private is. and personal. Tim- like is. your your book of Timothy, whatever the fuck you want to say it is, says that you should pray in private. It's something that you should keep to yourselves. It's not something you should be bothering other people in the world with. It's not something you should make a big deal out of. I mean, no, it's personal. It's private. It only affects you. God damn it! Why? This guy. No, yeah. Let's, 
let him keep going. So that's why we can that's why we can elect a or appoint a Supreme Court candidate who his faith is personal. And when they ask him, uh, when they put him down, they begin to grill him and ask him about, well, what do you feel about Roe versus Wade? He's going to he's going to use that line. He's going to use that line, right? Well, my religious beliefs are personal. How about the fact that Roe versus Wade has been a fucking law for 40 something years? Right. No. And it, it it has no bearing. It has absolutely no bearing. Anybody, anybody who should ever be considered for the Supreme Court should answer that question in the same way, which is it's already been decided. You know, just like how Obergefell should be law. That's, you know, it's been here for whoever's going to replace yeah. Kennedy, whether it be Kavanaugh or whoever it is, should come into that office and be like, okay. My previous justice that I'm filling in for now, that I'm going to be here for a long, long time for. They already decided, you know, Kennedy decided that Obergefell, that gay marriage is something that should be legal. He was the the opinion that changed the right. whole Supreme Court. He was the one he was the deciding vote that happened there. Right. 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 But as a as a, a justice, as a Supreme Court justice, you don't just get to decide no. unilaterally what is and is not law. You don't get you don't even get to decide anything unless a case makes it to the Supreme Court and the court decides to take it. Which is something I think we need to tell our liberal friends of the program here that we're like, just because a a case makes it to the Supreme Court and they decide to go, yeah, we're going to kick this down to the lower court. That doesn't mean that Roe versus Wade is going to be immediate, immediately turned over or Obergefell is not going to be immediately turned over. It's going to be the matter of they're going to take it back down to the quote unquote states rights level of things where it falls down to that individual state where it's not going to become a federal law. It's just going to become a state law. Right. You have to, so. you have to look at, you have to look at the actual context of the ruling. A lot of times though, they will uh, reject a case because of cases of um, uh, situations of standing or the fact that there are, there are other extenuating circumstances or other cases that still need to be decided. Yeah. Either I'm way, let... they will they will reject or kick a case back down to the lower court if they decide that that's where it belongs. Exactly. So I'm going to let Dave talk some more. And I would never project my personal beliefs into the law when, in fact, that's all the left does is project not... their personal beliefs. They think men ought to be able to have butt sex. So they project that into the law. Oh, God damn it. It is about butt we sex. We did get back to it butt is. sex. I didn't it think is. we'd get to it this episode. God damn. Felicia, you missed out. You're just you putting your headphones it. back on. You missed it. You missed I'm it. I'm sorry. No, you I, missed. I was... You missed Dave Dobbenmeyer. We didn't think he was going to get there, but he did eventually get back around to butt sex. And right. He did, did he get to butt sex? He he actually he actually referred to it as butt sex. He thinks a lot he about butt sex. He actually referred to it as butt sex. He thinks a lot about butt sex. He does. We were, we were talking lot. about the Supreme Court and how you know, like, even if Kavanaugh makes it in, that doesn't specifically well, mean. Oh yeah, he will. I mean, 
there's like a point like I mean, like do the thing, do the the like fight, like fight, 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 always fight. Just like just keep fighting. Like even Su- if it doesn't surprise, feel helpful. Right, right. surprise me with him not making it in. But I'm personally thinking that he's going to be in there. But still fight. I'm gonna call the people. You call the people. Everyone call the people. But right, right. right. So he's talked about butt sex. Yeah, and yeah. he he turned it around to butt sex where he's like how. Supreme Court justices that are potentially going to make it into the Supreme Court are not going to say anything about how they're against this kind of thing, but liberals are able to say how they're supportive of butt sex. And anyway, we interrupted him midstream because but I am like, because we, he brought up because he brought up butt sex, and like, we I'm a big needed fan. we needed to point out the fact that he oh he brought it back. So brought it around. We now have clip, like audio clip of him just saying butt sex. Butt sex. Yes, Yes, we do. You're you're telling me, Axe, that we can edit him saying things like, I love butt sex. Yeah, I mean, we could. If we were were so inclined. If we were so inclined. One of our listeners, perhaps, felt so inclined. Right, right, right. I mean, if I was so inclined, I could very easily toss him into you know <laughs> my editing software and make him say he loves butt sex but i don't think he really loves butt sex i think he just yearns he he aches for he it he does not know he wants it he doesn't know he wants it he wants it no, he is he's he is preoccupied he he's so fascinated by it he really is, because he was talking think, about how like pooping is as good as an orgasm. No, 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 wait, no it, it's really not. It's I mean, not. It's, it's it's nice. I mean, yes, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, de- I'm not gonna deny it the fact be that a, I'm not gonna deny the fact that a good poop is really satisfying, but it is nowhere near a good fuck. Nope. But the what the hell is that? thank you Krusty thank you so much Uh, let's get back to Dave amen coach their beliefs they support and push their beliefs so we we win the election and what do we say oh I'm never me not me I'm not going to bring any of that Christianity in here no 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 I can't bring Christianity in there because paganism is already established I'm just going to follow court precedent and what we need is some bold dude to stand up and say, listen, whether you like it or not, my views are represent, represent the views of millions and millions of Americans. And I'm going to take my beliefs and I'm going to take them onto the Supreme Court and I'm going to allow my deeply held religious beliefs impact the culture. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, God damn it. If only there weren't this the little thing called the Constitution that prevented you from he, doing that. You guys, he basically did. I mean. Like, we can make jokes and all that stuff, but he was basically like, precedent is paganism. Yeah. He's a- absolutely advocating for complete removal of precedent or previous understanding of the law in order to further his agenda, i.e. activist judges. I just find it funny that he's talking about millions of Americans, like handfuls of millions of Americans when we're yeah, like so. 330 million deep. It's like... Yeah, just because you have a small majority I in this had country. A friend, I had a friend this week say that the poverty rate is like 13 to 15%. He's like, it's not that much. I'm like, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of fucking Americans. And also, what you're consi- what the America considers the poverty rate, 
I don't, I don't agree with that threshold. But if that's our threshold and we already have 15 million people there. That's us failing as a Jesus. country. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Holy shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, also, there are less human beings that agree with him than are in the poverty rate. So, yeah. All right. Let's let him finish here. We won and our side doesn't even demand victory. Our, we won and our side doesn't even want a trophy. We won and we want the losers to keep the trophy. It's amazing how America works with checks and balances, like, isn't it? I mean, that's kind of amazing, you know? Our side won, therefore we should get all the spoils. No, no, no. That's, that's that's not how it works. And you didn't you didn't That's not win. how American democracy works. Nobody wins. You stopped so that, Felicia. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know. That was not fair. I wasn't it's playing fair. It's not fair. I can't But he was like, he was like, he was like, no. so mad. you know, demonizing of sexuality. I, yeah, so yeah. I had to like, oh, God, no. I had to do my thing. And uh, it's, <laughs> I don't play fair. I don't play fair. Like when I'm going for it, it's not fair. And right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> oh, right. he would be so mad. He would be so mad. It's just, he, I have to. He's nearly finished. Let's, let's let him finish up here. It's not the way it works. We're not militant in our, in our beliefs. We're not militant. Of course I'm trying to indoctrinate you in my beliefs. Of course I am. Good. Damn it. it re- he finished quick. Yeah, it was pretty fast there. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course I'm trying to indoctrinate you into my beliefs. That's not how reasonable that's, arguments work. That's not how it works. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything better to say about that. It's no, like, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you offer to indoctrinate somebody into your belief system, it's a shitty. Sex. It's a shitty belief <laughs> system to begin with. Because if you have a if you have a belief system that is uh, reasonable and fair and justified, um, you don't have to indoctrinate people. You just have to go look at this thing, and people go, eh, "Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that thing. <laughs> I like that." Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week. That if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. Scott Farkas, what a rotten name. We were trapped. There he stood, between us and the alley. 
Scott Farkas staring out at us with his yellow eyes. He had yellow eyes, so help me God, yellow eyes. This article comes to us from foxnews.com, where the headline is, Today's atheists are bullies and are doing their best to intimidate us into silence. Yeah! Now, this article Wait. came out, this, this came out like in March. However, I... I caught it in one of my multiple Reddits that I that I follow all the time. I really wanted to dig into it, though. It came from a book called Inside the Atheist Mind, Unmasking the Religion of Those Who Say There Is No God, which already you're going to have a bad time because you're trying to say that atheists have a religion. That's not going to work. That's never going to work. So it, the article starts off here on Fox News where just... Understand that since it's coming from this biased news source, it's already going to be uh, pretty biased towards us. So uh, yeah. this one, uh, let's see, what does it say here? Uh, there's no polite way to say it. Atheists today are the most arrogant, ignorant, and dangerous people on Earth. Yeah, we are. Danger. We're dangerous. Well, we're not ignorant. Um, maybe, <laughs> according to this guy, maybe we're ignorant and dangerous and arrogant, but. Uh, he says here, we've all seen how these pompous prigs get offended by the slightest bit of religious imagery in public and mortified if even a whisper of quote-unquote Merry Christmas escapes the lips of some well-meaning but naive department store clerk during the holiday season. Prigs? Prigs. Really? He called us prigs. Prigs? So, yeah. Rena, when was the last time you got offended by someone saying Merry Christmas to you? Uh, ever? I mean... Uh, n- never. Because I'm I'm atheist as fuck, but I still celebrate Christmas. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I yeah, and I'm I'm probably like an enigma with this because I actually grew up in a household that like when my mom left the Catholic Church, we kind of stopped celebrating Christmas. I didn't have a Christmas hmm. tree from when I was like six until I was an adult, and um. I remember one year we had a huge windstorm in Oregon and my brother and I went outside, grabbed up broken branches and used twine to tie them together to make a Christmas tree. Um, <laughs> but we, but see, we didn't have like, at this point we weren't going to church. We didn't believe in, we didn't like celebrate God or anything. And I still wanted Christmas because you want Christmas because it's yeah. It's America. You want it's I'm sorry, it's <laughs> older. Christmas is awesome, okay? It's an older holiday than America. It's an older right. holiday than Christianity. I think this holiday matters. I, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm sorry, but all holidays matter. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Wait, so to cite... Arbor Day? Do you celebrate Arbor Day? Yeah, yeah I planting do. trees like, is great. Like seriously, as I celebrate Arbor Day like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Arbor Day like yeah. fuck. Yeah. Arbor Day like fuck. Hashtag there, Arbor Day trees. like fuck. There's a t-shirt right there. So there <laughs> this says in the article here, to cite a few recent examples, last December, the group American Atheists launched its annual billboard campaign with the slogan, just skip church. It's all fake news. And in February, the yeah. American Humanist Association became furious when President Trump had the gall to mention Christianity and Jesus Christ without also mentioning atheists at, at the National Prayer Breakfast, which most atheists are like, 
Why the fuck do you need a national yeah, prayer breakfast? Why the breakfast? fuck do you need a national prayer breakfast in the first place? Yeah. And uh, like I said, this is from March. So he said, and just this month, the Freedom From Religion Foundation raised holy hell. God damn it. Uh, because the Reverend Billy Graham was laid out in state in the Capitol Rotunda before his burial. And they had every right to. God yeah, damn it, because that because was bullshit. Because Billy Graham does not be fucking laid out in state. God, there's no reason I'm, for yeah, that man. There. Uh, so it says here in the article, yes, these atheists are loud, nasty, unapologetic, and in your face. You know, pretty much everything yeah, here from the Yeah, unapologetic, God damn it. Because but while we have to be. While their arrogance is annoying, it's nothing compared to their ignorance. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh. Atheists. Wait, our ignorance? Yeah, yeah this, really this guy is this guy is trying to steal manas, and it's not quite working here. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, uh, working on it. I, I'm working on a research essay, just for funsies, uh, where uh, I claim that the right uh, co-op language of the left in mm-hmm. order to reframe the conversation. Okay. And uh, yeah. this is a perfect example of where they're co-opting uh, the, the language of people who value science and, and evidence and everything. Where uh, Yeah, he's just, they're ignorant. And we're the ones over here going, no, you're ignorant. And they're going, no, you. No, and this is what the kind of guy brings up in this paragraph here. He's like, Atheists believe that the vast majority of human beings from all periods of time and places on Earth have been wrong about the most important to them. And he says, uh, he basically admits that the vast majority is being either moronic or profoundly naive. And what they don't seem to know or admit is that the greatest contributions to civilization have been made not by atheists, but by believers. And he goes on a laundry list here. Aristotle, Francis Bacon. Leonardo da Vinci, Isaac Newton, all of them believed in God. Wilhelm Rongton, who was a Nobel Prize winner, uh, discover. So? List him here as the discoverer of X-rays. Is that right? I mean, yeah. that was Madame Curie, wasn't it, or was that? No, uh, she's no. radium. She was just radium. Radium. Honey. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, is this, uh, a, is this a list of like Christian people only? Because like, if you're going listed- to make a list of people, like, shouldn't they include like, like other beliefs? Like maybe so there was like a Muslim scientist or maybe there was, there was like uh, like I just feel like it's funny where they're like the no. greatest people it was a that Muslim, like help it was a things. Muslim it was a Muslim who figured out the ability to manipulate light in order to project it you know the first yeah. photograph so like yeah. or, that's yeah. that's weird that like that when they choose to like give examples of of like I don't know like religious greatness and blah 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 that like they only list people that are Christian because I'm pretty sure if you were going to do a breakdown of the world like Christianity is not leading like no, is not the yeah, leading religion be, in be, the world. Why don't it, we talk about the mathematical advances of the Native Americans or the or Chinese who had humongous as, advances? As Felicia said, there you have algebra which is made by a Muslim. You have yeah. algorithms, which are made by a Muslim. <laughs> you have yeah. lots of things besides Christians here. And it's funny that he brought up Aristotle as well. It's yeah, like, who was not a who Christian. Who was not a Christian. Not a Christian, uh, which is interesting. And, uh, of course, this comes from Fox News, so they're not going to have anybody doing any kind of research on this whole thing oh, of here. Of course not. Of course not. Uh, and he but says... also, just because... I mean, we'll say it on this show all the time. Just because you believe in God does not make you stupid. We've said it a bunch. 
And um, that doesn't mean anything. Like, we're not going to deny anybody the fact that they can believe whatever the fuck they want to no, believe. No, no, no. You can. You're. You're. Free. Just have good reason. <laughs> Doctor Oz, you are free Dr. to be wrong. You are Dr. free to Oz be wrong. Is wrong all about so much, and yet yeah. he's a celebrated heart surgeon. So yeah. interesting. Uh, so he says. Yeah. By the way, Doctor Oz says, is wrong. So. Doesn't matter. He can still go in. You know. Do heart stuff. Do heart anyway, stuff. Anyway, <laughs> this this author goes into like a whole bunch of stuff how science was actually created by Christians and even the Big Bang itself, yep. which atheists oh. mistakenly think bolsters their argument against God, was proposed by uh I don't Catholic. know F R Fryer, maybe yep. F R yeah, period yeah. Fryer. Catholic. George Lemaitre, yep. a Belgian astronomer and Roman Catholic priest. Oh, and yeah. the father yeah, of I genetics, which provides the basis of the theory of evolution, was Gregor Mendel, which we already yeah. know, an yeah. Augustinian monk. Actually, right. no. Well, no, 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 evolution. no, 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 just genetics. Genetic. Yeah. Genetics, yes. <laughs> right, just genetics. Well, he says father of genetics, which provides the right. basis for the whole theory uh, of evolution. Yeah. Which is, which is religious right. sleight of hand. You know, they're trying to do right. close-up magic right. here, right. so... Right. He says, yes, the new atheists have an ignorance on of history bordering on madness. But no, are they really I dangerous, don't. too? He says, yes, you bet they are. The truth is, the atheist position is incapable of supporting any coherent system of morality other than ruthless social Darwinism. Hmm. That is why it has caused more deaths, murders, and bloodshed than any other belief system in the history of the world. I This guy is so wrong. One, <laughs> is atheism actually a belief system? Because, yeah. I'm, because I'm pretty sure like the definition is like like a lack of belief. So, yeah. You know, I I think this might be the the first book that we should look into as a like Utah Outcast reads kind of thing, is where it's from Anthony DeStefano, where it's inside the atheist mind, is what we're talking Ooh, about here. Yes, yes, Ooh, yes, 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 yes. Although, yes. It, it, except, except, uh, Utah Outcast read it should be Utah Outcast throw this throw <laughs> throws this book against the wall after reading the first chapter. <laughs> and <laughs> he, he, I'm book. like, I've got like no. notes in the margins. I'm like, no, let me tell you all about this fucking shit. Like, I will lose my mind, and right. it'll be great. We can like document it. It'll be fun for everyone watching. <laughs> But also, dude, I talk all the time on this show about morality and ethics. And I like one of my hobbies is like philosophical ethics and why the fuck do we do things that are quote unquote good or bad? None of it matters anyway. Right. But and at its core, it's not hard. (laughs) Well, I'm all about don't be don't be a dick. (laughs) Yeah, that's my moral code right there. Yeah. I don't want to deal with a world of dicks. I'm already living in a world of dicks. They're just like Look, shoving themselves in my face all the time. That's, 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 not, that's not like all bad, but you know. I did not ask for all these dicks. I did not consent to all these dicks. But Taking yet, that here they are. All the way. Yeah. And, that I, and now I've got all these dicks and I just got to deal with it. So let us know, everybody, if you want us to actually start digging into the inside the atheist mind, unmasking the religion of those who say that there is no God. Because we will. We totally fucking will. We will. We'll go into that book. If you really hate us, go ahead. 
Go ahead and make us buy this book and read it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It reminds me of a, a local podcaster that uh, oh, yeah. about that was yelling at me recently at the farmer's market to my face, telling me over and over that I was a religion and I was a part of a religion over and over screaming at me. Because of Sunday um, assembly, by the way, guys. Because what? I, what? I, who, who, what? So, uh, put them on blast. We don't care. I can't put them on blast because I represent a nonprofit. But oh well, Felicia um, can. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just say that I was speaking to him about coming on his show as an interviewer, like he was going to interview me for Sunday Assembly, and then he said to me, "I don't let churches come on my show and and have a platform." And I said, "Cool, I'm not a church." And not he church. said. And he said, well, you meet on Sunday, therefore you're a church. And I said, no, that means nothing. I said, we meet on Sunday because most people have that day off and we only meet on one Sunday a month. And, you know, you're you're, like, we have no doctrine. We have no deity. We Mm -hmm. have no book that we try to teach from. We have we have no belief system that we try to teach anyone like we're not a church. We don't have a religion. That's our whole that's actually our whole thing is that we are a non-religious group. And he literally screamed at me, you are a religion, you are a religion, and threw my business card back in my face. And I'm, I'm like, all right, wow. I don't think he's understanding this. And this is someone here in Utah that is trying to have a podcast that is representing Salt Lake City. Um, and, uh, and Check out my Instagram, uh, <laughs> Felicia Stormborn. <laughs> I'm using his hashtag. Yes. So mm. I, he's, it's very frustrating, very annoying. And, and I was very disappointed, but he, he talked down to me as if I was just a stupid little woman who doesn't know anything. And I am a religion. So apparently I'm a religion. Well, so, which is really interesting. I'm not participating I, I, in a religion and I, I love speak, Sunday assembly. I yeah. can't speak for Rena or Felicia. I can speak for myself and maybe Kyle a little bit because, uh, both of us are members of the satanic temple. And yep. we have a which very, is a religion, which is a religion, and we have very uh, what is the word here? Uh, closely held religious beliefs that we have, mm-hmm. where you know the seven tenets of Satan uh, of Satanism, where they're excellent, by the way, they're great, they're really great tenets there. So fuck you for people that are trying to like, oh, you have a religion, it's a religion. How dare you have a religion? Like people are allowed to have religion, people. You know, it, it's uh, something that you non- can have. I mean, well, I mean, I, I've talked a bit about Zen Buddhism, which is a type yeah. of Buddhism that doesn't have a lot of the baggage of other levels of Buddhism, um, which is a religion, non-deistic. Uh, I yeah, just like my, philosophically, just like Satanic uh, Temple is like we're, it's a non non a, a non-theistic religion. Yeah, there you go. And uh, the, the the Zen Buddhism uh, philosophically for me. Uh, has a lot of things that I think jive with my uh, mental health stuff, like the idea of non-attachment, but the Zen Buddhist non-attachment, not like Jedi non-attachment. <laughs> <laughs> you have to separate it. <laughs> you, I have to separate it. I, and, and, and yeah, the Jedi non-attachment is bullshit. It's bullshit. That's why uh, Anakin went to the dark side, people. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> but, uh, but like the, the non-attachment, like basically being like uh, not holding on to emotions longer than they need to exist like that makes uh, sense yeah so like let's say you have a really good day right you have a really good day and then like three days later you have a really bad day and you go 
I just want to feel like I did that really good day. <laughs> yeah, we have a problem with being able to hold on, holding yeah, on to shit like exactly. that. Exactly. So, so the non-attachment principle is saying, uh, in Zen Buddhism, is saying like, you know what? That was that day. This is this day. I don't need to be attached to that day. It still exists yeah. for me. It's still real. I still had that day. It is okay that I'm in this moment. Whereas like some other forms of Buddhism are like, you don't have any emotional attachments. Which I'm allowed to have oh, emotion. That's, that's feels not, reels, not feels, is what they're trying to say. Yeah, it's just <laughs> uh, utter bullshit. But uh, yeah, yeah. So like Zen Buddhism, which does not have a deity, uh, Satanic Temple doesn't have a deity. Just because it's a religion doesn't mean like it's inherently toxic. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, exactly. atheists are gonna hate that. Atheists yeah. like that. Yeah, we're gonna get some <laughs> comments on that one. So I mean. I expected no less from reading a article from foxnews.com. But the right. thing is, yeah. please, please let us know if you want us to read Inside the Atheist Mind. Uh. Guess what? I can be an atheist and also be a Satanist at the same time. That doesn't mean I believe in a literal Satan. It just means that I adopt a lot of the beliefs that the left-hand path has to offer. Great it's stuff. So, exactly. So, let us know if you want us to And also, Sunday Assembly isn't a religion. Really, really, Not really, a religion. Not. We're totally not a religion. If we're a religion, we're doing a bad job because we have terrible no job. actual... Absolutely terrible like, job. You're not don't making even have, enough money. You don't, have enough, <laughs> exactly. you don't even have a doctrine like the Satanic Temple or, hell, even Zen Buddhism. Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube. Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Hey, boys! Look what I got here! Hey, where are the white women at? Jason Kessler, if you guys don't know who that is, he is the organizer of the the first Unite the Right rally that the happened in Charlottesville Nazi? last year. Yeah, the guy that got like was oh, having trying to have Nazi. a press conference okay. and ran. Crying no, 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 no. Hang on, no, not crying Nazi. That's Chris, oh. uh, whatever his name is, uh, Chris Cantwell is oh, the guy that was yes, a crying you're Nazi. Right, right. Jason sorry, Kessler I is the guy who tried to have a press conference and he was like getting chased away by people in Charlottesville last year. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, he's got. They're doing another Unite the Right rally that's coming up here pretty soon. <laughs> let's because, see how this yeah, goes. Let's just see how that works out. And he's being interviewed by some guy that barely speaks English with a neck beard. Uh, and they're going to be talking about what's going to happen this year at the <sighs> rally. So let's just hear what he has to say. Oh, I don't have it. Uh, why is it not playing? That is really interesting. Let's see. Oh, I Podcasting is weird. No, I'm just going to trim all this out because I can do so. And here we go. The chat before you came in, and there's lots of people who are doubtful, and, and, you're, uh, and I feel it in your discourse. You are talking about collaborating with the police, collaborating with the secret yeah. services. And one big question in the right is the protection from doxing. And there's lots of people saying Jason Kessler encourages people to find themselves in situations where they will get doxed. Do you feel that you would do that either purposefully or maybe unpurposefully, unintentionally? Well, the fact is that most of the people that showed up at the Unite the Right rally last year that 
decided to come out without their hoods on, uh, got doxxed because people are like, oh, hey, I work with that guy. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Facial recognition software is public domain. Yeah. And uh, so the. And, anyway. and here, okay, here's my thing, right? Like, so the, the people on the right like to sit there and say things like, it's not fair. People shouldn't use, lose their job for uh, using their free speech. And normally I would agree. Um, but if your employer finds out that you hate women and brown people, they That's need you problem. to not do that. They Which need is you why to not do that. So I'm not afraid of like Utah Outcast make, making its way back to my employer. If it did, They'd be like, oh, what's this you're doing in your spare time? And be like, oh, well, it's this. And you talk to him about it and be like, I go by a nom de plume. And so nobody knows who who really it is that's doing the show. That's why I go by the moniker X, not because, you know, just X is right, a right. way of anonymizing me. But it's also the the chosen Internet name that I have, you know, there. So and it's not hard for people to find a way to dox me if they really wanted to. Same with Kyle. Same with Felicia. It's like it's not right. really hard. Yeah. We, we go out there with, you know. But the problem is that we're not supporting Jason Kessler. We're not supporting the alt-right. We're not going out there with tiki torches saying, uh, what is it, blood and soil and Jews will not yeah, replace my us. My going to come right. back and be like, so you're really supportive of women and brown people? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Good. Oh, hey, how okay. about that? <laughs> now, you keep this to your private time, right? Yes. Yes, I do. So. Oh, yeah. Never do anything with it on work. Time. Exactly. So let's let, hear what Jason's going to say about people being potentially doxxed. No, I believe what people need to do is they need to separate the alt-right from these IRL events. I don't feel like they're compatible. I think that if you go and do an event like we had last year, where people who aren't used to being out of the internet are going up and doing big hiles and, and all kinds of crazy stuff like that, yes, that there is a very big danger that you're going to be docked. Uh, For people that aren't used to being outside of the internet. Privileged much? Um, I mean... I mean... No kidding. I exist in the real world, even though I have an internet show, internet podcast, and, you know, multiple channels that I have on YouTube and stuff. I exist outside of those things. They're Please. carefully curated Rina. things that I do. Rena, let's talk to you about this one. Yeah. Do you just do you just get to have your black persona on the internet, or are you just constantly outed? I mean, every once in a while, I put on white face. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually like when it comes to outing people. Uh, that go to rallies or like all those internet videos of people calling the cops on people doing normal things. Oh God, um, it's so funny. <laughs> I feel like, like as a person of color, like I feel like outing these people is one of the best things that is happening right now. And we mm -hmm. need more of it because, mm -hmm. because nothing is going to change in the long run unless we start Pointing out how bad it actually is. Until and people are I, held accountable. Can I say for shit. one yeah. thing? Just one thing. Yes, uh, I agree 100% that we need to be outing them. None of our listeners better be sending any of these people death threats. No. No, no, oh, no. God. Death, death threats are not good. 
No, I don't think that, leftists yeah, cool. like us know how to send death threats. You know, no, I, I know it do. exists. I know, they I know they, they do. They I'm just, do. I know, they do it all the time. They do. Yeah. they do, but they're super passive aggressive. I hope you die after a long life of regret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I More, think with this guy, I hope you die of feeling really, really bad about what you did. I think what this guy is like, like I think one of his one of his major problems is that he has this privileged life of I can go out and say whatever the fuck I want about a certain group of people and I don't have to have any consequences because of it. And if he does have any consequences, if he gets fired or if someone puts him on blast on the internet and suddenly his face is everywhere, or if you call the cops on someone and you get a nickname and a meme put about you, then all of a sudden, like, like, oh, no, poor me. But the truth of the matter is, is like you're asking for this. The second you wake up in the morning and decide to be an asshole and a racist and to go out in public and to, like, act this way, you're asking for it. And we now mm-hmm. have the technology to put you on blast. Right. This is not a new thing. These are not new yes. people that are like. Yes. There have been rallies like this and and white supremacists, and there have been people calling the cops on black people for doing basic things forever. Yes, forever. Calling the cops. Yeah. But like there there have been, like this has been going on forever, but now we actually have the technology to find them, to them, to fire them. The the idea of the public sphere, the idea of out in public, is is a lot more than just your immediate surroundings. It is now global. They're so cowardly, you guys. They are. They're so cowardly. They're so afraid of what they're doing and saying. It's like they kind of know it's wrong. No, they just don't, they don't want any consequences for it. No, like, they don't want any consequences, but they and, know they know it's wrong. Otherwise, they would just stand up and go, yeah, I fucking did that. And meanwhile... Yeah, but they the don't. The Utah Outcast on Sinatra Says' his channel <laughs> always gets... Oh, my gets- God. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, let's let Jason fucking finish up here. I, I just had to interject there. Um, that's why I'm sort of distancing myself from the alt right, and some people are calling me a cuck, whatever. But he's dis- distancing. He's oh. saying that the people showing up at this should distance themselves from the alt right. Wait, no, I thought I thought he was. I thought he was saying he distanced himself, and as soon as he distanced him, distanced himself. They started turning on him. Oh, they did because so that's how the all right functions. So, so he is now also a cuck because he distanced himself. You know, hey, what? we're oh, cucks okay. too. You know what? <laughs> I gotta say something. I gotta it's, say something. It's like it's like that has no meaning whatsoever. <laughs> which is I gotta why say we own something it. really quick here. Okay, so yeah, um, I what uh, Andrew Torres of uh, Opening Arguments is a yeah. friend of mine. And uh, I had to, I told him this week, I was like, look, I got to tell you, I'm an anti-capitalist. And uh, that's not to say like, I'm mad at people who have to function. In cap- I'm in sales. Like, come on. Right. Um, <laughs> we have to live in the system that we yeah, work in. You I, know. This is my system. I, do we, do we think I it's the best that, that we possibly money. can work with? No, uh, no, no, not, no, probably but not. I, but... I'm an anti-capitalist. And he was like, Ooh, we're going to debate this. And it was, it was, it was no, no love lost. Uh, I have, I went on, uh, what was it? Marissa's show. Um, yeah. Inciting, inciting incident, incident yeah. to, to debate another side of the feminist perspective when it came to the Aziz Ansari incident. And you yeah. know what? 
us on the left can absolutely disagree and still remain affectionate towards each other. Oh, it's, still, it's, it's amazing. Feel good about each other. That's not the way we are on the left. But it's the people on the right who are like, you can't handle any differing opinions. And it's like, Cuck. no, <laughs> I can't handle your differing opinions because right. you're basically saying my personhood as a woman is right. basically just rude mare and right. brown people are less human. Right. So we, we're the snowflake? Really? Yeah. Well, just wait till you hear what else he has to say. I'm going to let it play for one more second here. That that kind of neo-Nazi stuff is just not compatible with real world stuff. So if you go to this event and you see people doing those salutes, you see somebody carrying a swastika flag, you tell them to put it away or get the hell away from them. Don't just stand there and be photographed for all the world to see standing next to somebody who is probably a provocateur. Oh, just a provocateur. Oh, just a provocateur. oh so it's, it's somebody just trying to make them look bad. Got the it. best, the like, best comment that like... I saw on this that I got from Right Wing Watch. That's their YouTube channel here. That I'm, I'm reading this from a guy called Secular Guy, where he says, "Those flapjacks better stay away from my pancakes." Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it sounds like they're, they're actually trying. Like there has been a lot of talk about how the this this movement of like the alt right and all this all these white supremacists have had these like marketing and rebranding that has been going oh, on yeah, where they've actually absolutely. been talking about let's try not to use swastikas let's try not to use you know certain images that we know are bad and instead let's just like kind of create a new image it's all marketing it's they're like not racist and it's bullshit they're not racist they're race realists yeah. Hey guys, stay right. away from yourselves. That's the best way to do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't go to the people who are being t- super honest about this. All right. Like, don't go to the people who are being like real as shit about their racism. Like, go to the people who are like using nice words for their racism. I, I also feel like if you, if you, like, I've, I've, I've felt this way since I was like in junior high. If you really feel like you have a strong case in what you believe in, you should feel comfortable saying that in a room to the people that you are opposing. Mm-hmm. So if he actually believes in these things, and I, I, I give this challenge out to any fucking white supremacist out there. If you fucking really believe this, then you go have a fucking town hall meeting in a whole group of nothing but Mexicans and black people and immigrants and whatever. And women. All over the and women. And women. And if you feel comfortable enough saying your entire speech in front of that group, then maybe I will li- listen to you and give you a chance. But if you yeah. don't, then you're then you know you're fucking wrong. Because if you if you like, I would never go in front of like I feel comfortable enough in my non like in my atheism. Like I feel comfortable enough in my lack of belief in God that I could still probably go and speak to a group of Christians. And teach them about humanity, and teach them about how I to be a good recently. person. I did and, this recently. Yeah. I did recently. I actually, I, I was at a lunch, a team lunch, and there were some misconceptions about atheism that came up. And I was sitting there with a hardcore Mormon, a I don't even know what he is, Mormon, uh, and a Jewish woman. And uh, she's fine with atheists because that's pretty common in Judaism, where they're like, "Yeah, you can just not believe. That's fine." Uh, because I actually discussed this recently, Israel right. actually means wrestle with God. 
Their entire idea is that you're supposed to question everything. In fact, in Judaism, the word of God does not inherently mean good. Um, so I'm sitting there talking with them and I'm explaining, I'm like, no, that's not what, where, that, that, like your, your idea that we have like this belief is incorrect. And I, I sat there and had this really calm, non-judgmental conversation where I said, okay, let me explain where you're having these misconceptions. And uh, it, it ended up coming down to, I'm like, you and I have, a, uh, especially with the really hardcore Mormon, because the Jewish woman and the whatever Mormon, because he's, I don't know what he believes, but right. he's certainly not hardcore. Um, but like, they were like, fine. But I was like, your definition of evidence and my definition of evidence are very different. And I'm unafraid to say these things. And I knew I was kind of challenging him in his worldview, but it wasn't cruel. It was not dismissive. It was simply going, you let me let me talk to you about where I am as the person without belief at this table. Let me talk to you about where I am. And no, it was it, I was unafraid. I was unafraid of I, I was a little bit afraid of like pissing him off just by being like existing, but just by just by my existing, right? Just by existing without belief. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, my non-belief is not bad or a threat or something that's going to ruin his life or harm him in any way. And so I knew that there was a way I could communicate this that would not harm him. And we ended up having a lovely conversation and, uh, I did, I know I challenged him. I know I emotionally affected him, but it didn't ever end up getting to a point where he was like, I, I never had to call him stupid or demean him in any way. And I think that's exactly what you're getting to. Like, there's no way a white supremacist can walk into a black church in Detroit and not demean their personhood. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Now, yes. to cap off the entire thing here, and we're going to cut after this one, is that it says, uh, someone says that if you have to tell your followers to avoid Nazis at your event, your event is bad. <laughs> your event is bad. Yeah. If, if Nazis are part of the crowd, you sh really shouldn't be having that event anymore. <laughs> the More News did a great job with this one. Uh, Cody Johnston, he was like, so you're a very fine person attending this event and you look around and you see Nazis mm -hmm. and you look over there and then you see white supremacists and you look over there and there's people flashing the Nazi salute and you go, am I here with Nazis? Am I are a Nazi? The, are we the baddies? Are we the baddies? <laughs> yeah, are we the baddies? And if you yeah. stay, you're not a very fine person. <laughs> And just like we saw from the one protester last year when this event happened, where he was getting chased down by some people and he immediately threw off his clothing where he was like, right. I'm just, yeah. I'm just no, fucking no, around. No, I'm just yeah. trolling people. I'm just mm -hmm. trolling people. I don't mean this at all. It's like the minute you're faced with like real reality, <laughs> like you, you immediately right. drop that shit because you're right. like, I'm just trying to get a rise out of people. I'm just trying to be a dick. I'm just trying to be an asshole. It's like. Yeah, there's re there's real world repercussions for that kind of right. thing, guys. Right. <laughs> yeah, if your worldview don't, has to demean the yeah. personhood of somebody else, and you have trouble saying that to their face, right? Yeah, you got yeah. some problems. Yeah, Jeez. some things are not a joke. 
And I know, I know, I know your place of privilege makes you believe that you can joke about some things, but some things are not a joke. Don't irony, don't irony yourself into being a Nazi. Yeah, don't become an Ironazi. <laughs> <laughs> there is no Ironazi. I'm sorry if no. you're ironically a Nazi, you're a Nazi. Hey, yeah. just like those people out there where you're like, huh. You know, it'd be funny if we just sucked each other's dicks. It'd be funny. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. there's it's no not, such thing as ironic like, gay. Yeah, no, it's not. You're gay. <laughs> it's not, there's no accidental Nazi. Oh, shit. I didn't know I was an ac- I didn't know this was a Nazi thing. Oh, yeah. no. Wait, could I do that? Would that work? No. Could no, I accidentally I, show no. up at a Nazi actually, like, party you probably and be could. like, hey, I'm You actually I'm probably here. could. Because they could. love, you could. They you could. love to have a brown up. person. Look, just would they just, just and you're a stay-at-home mom. And you'd you're a stay-at-home mom. 20 times the token. Just, just, just oh, my God. Pop, well, just pop up and go, where are the white women at? And you, you're good. <laughs> it's springtime oh, for I Hitler love that. Oh, my God. Germany. <laughs> <laughs> where are the white women at? Best part of Blazing Saddle. There we go. Oh, boys. Oh, boys. <laughs> Look what I have here. <laughs> the way you said it, too. <laughs> well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story. Don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself down through the generations, westward the wagons, across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. All right, folks. Well, that does it for this week. Uh, If you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content we put out. Or better yet, become a patron and don't miss anything. But we also want to implore you to go check out the YouTube channel because there's a couple of clips that didn't make it into the show this week because we just simply ran out of time and they will be posted there this week. However, I have to give all of the love to the patrons who continue to let the show go every single week. That's right, I said lit. You guys give us permission to do so. We have Luis Cruz, Alan Firth, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jason Poloni, George Bison, or Bisson, I will get a pronouncer from him who has a crush on Kyle. Satan's Little Monkey, Lord Caitiff, The Problematic Podcast, Patrick Neary, Corey Johnston, host of the Brainstorm Podcast and the Hardcore Skeptic, and one of the few people that works harder than I do at this show. Uh, let's see, we have Stephen Andrus, Angelica Pearson, Janet Uter, Desire Lynn Ward, Kimberly Kellogg, Mike Yoakum, Finno3000, we'll see those comments coming in soon, Mr. Mahoney, Cindy Spears, Scott John Harrison, who left us a great comment that I am going to read out on the next episode. Uh, Nathaniel Cavalona, Andrew Medina, George Green, Stacey Startzel. We really do appreciate everything that you guys and girls and everybody in between does for this show. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for everything, all the love that you've shown. It's been great. However, before I wrap this up, uh, we did get a couple of uh, emails that came in. Just like the Scott comment slash email that came in, I'm going to tackle those on the next episode when we don't have a guest. Uh, we always need to remind the folks that we're okay if you don't have the ability to share your love with the show via Patreon or any of the the income-based models that we have out there. I mean, we'd just like to see some support. That'd be great. If you can leave us a review on whatever service you catch us on, find us on YouTube and subscribe there. 
whatever anything helps leave leave us comments leave us some emails call the number that we put up on the screen all the time just give us a text the show would be garbage without any of you people that are listening to it so with that it's time to bring episode number 206 to a close and remember everyone you're welcome message, every comment ever made by trolls will retroactively be given a tag with the author's name, location, and full internet history. Fuck. It's time once again for that wonderful segment of comments from trolls. However, I'm going to do like a little bit of a double thing here because uh, this troll that left us a, a comment this week, I mean, you can call him a troll if you want to. I mean, it's just, it's an excuse for us to use shitty comments and make content out of it. If you haven't seen mm. through that by now, <laughs> come on. Right. Every, every channel should right. honestly do something like this. It's a, from a guy that goes by the name of TTOR on, uh, on YouTube. Tator. It, it means, it stands for Truth the objective reality is what it says oh, here. Oh, no. Fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, okay, that is not a thing. That is not Yay, a thing. you, Rena. <laughs> and so he he had a problem with us doing a Ken Ham video. And we got this from the thousands of comments that we got on the Ken Ham video that we did this last week. Right. Where he says that even if it's true that Ken Ham keeps inflating attendance numbers every time he talks to the media, and in parentheticals here it says, which I'm a little inclined to believe at this point. Well, Great, duh. yeah, thank you. Oh, wow, uh, look at that skepticism there, buddy. So yeah. brave, so brave. Hang on, just wait, wait till you hear the next line. That doesn't mean that all young Earth creationists are liars like him. No, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. you're a fucking liar if you're a young, young right, Earth creationist. Right, right. No, well. and, but, you know, you know, yeah, you're... <sighs> Not because of that, not because of Ken Ham and Not because of Ken Ham. The fact that you believe that the Earth is not a lot that doesn't mean you're not a liar. Well, okay. Let's get philosophical for a second. Are we um, gonna talk about last Tuesdayism? Because I love that shit. I... What is lying? Does it have to be an intentional mistruth? Because like if they believe what they're saying, then they're not lying. In my opinion. Wait, uh, like Donald Trump had the largest group at his inauguration? He the knew that was crowd? untrue. He knew that was untrue. Right, He's a liar, right. liar, liar. Did he, or did he no, actually he believe he, that he, he had all, the largest group? Look, he also said he has no problem down there. He did say that. He totally has a balloon in his ball sack where he uses it to blow up his junk. He totally he, has that. And it does not. Uh, there's that is not a big dick. Hang on, let's there's let's no not way. let's not get into the you know what's a liar or anything like that. Let's just oh, let's just say that if oh, you oh. think that the Earth is sixty five hundred years old. You're a fucking liar. You, Maybe you not wrong. lying to yourself, but you're wrong. And so by you propagating that, you are lying to everybody else. Let's uh, just put true. it that way. Yeah, there's been a difference says, between just being wrong and... and <clears throat> okay, yeah. Yeah, I and he says... Like he said, we said that about a third of the way through the video. Whatever, we don't care. 
I've personally made videos against Ken Ham over theological issues, and young Earth creationists like me and Mark Armitage, which I'm not going to Google him, I don't care, have pointed out that AIG and ministries like them seem interested in financial gain than truth. You're all everybody in the United States of America, besides the hardcore fucking communists, are Hashtag about capitalism. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're all about making money, financial gain. When when we say you know money can't buy you happiness, that's not true. No, <laughs> money... that's not true. The only people who say that are the people who have no they have money. money. Yeah, hey. Exactly. What were and you he saying, says, Yeah, okay. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just in, I got into a roll of something and we were, you were going to say something and I didn't didn't let you. I just kind of rolled over you. Well, I I'm just I'm just being that like secular like optimist about like how I feel like there are people who are not necessarily meaning to lie or knowing they're lying or I would even say they're lying because if you are taught something from birth that you are then told to go out and tell to people like, I, I have like a, there's a part of me that really, really wants to reach out to these people and be like, sure, talk to me, talk to me, 19 year old Mormon kid or 19 year old evangelical kid, talk to me about like what you believe in and what you were told. And then I will have a, like an open conversation with you about why I disagree. Oh, you're and gonna change. Like... You're gonna change your mind in about two minutes when I start playing the video. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just trying to be an optimist. I'm trying to be like, I don't know. Let's not like turn shut the doors in all their faces and call them all liars because I don't think yeah. they're all trying to be liars. That was my exact point. I, I don't wanna... know, but but information is so readily easy available to <laughs> obtain now. It's, oh, come on! That is it's... not a good enough. But that's not like, the point. That's not the point. In the this, I'm gonna get super nerdy. The in the 2006 documentary Jesus Camp, they followed a whole bunch of evangelical kids that were sent off every summer to a Christian camp out in like Texas somewhere, and it's oh, one of the so largest scary. evangelical camps. They were praying to cardboard cutouts of George Bush. They were crying. They were talking about how their parents have them hold signs and duct tape their mouths and protest outside Planned Parenthoods. Young kids under the age of like 12 doing these things. And I look at that kid and I think they are not liars to me. They are not being like, they're not trying to be mean to me. It is their, unfortunately, it is their parents and their environment and their upbringing and they need someone who's going to have an open conversation with them and be like, all right, I hear what you're saying, but let me tell you what I think and then let them decide. And maybe they need 20 conversations throughout their life in different stages, because honestly, that's what I needed. I needed to have open conversations with me since I was a little kid with people who had different mindset, like different like outlooks in life. And that is what brought me eventually to leave the church is because I realized, hey, like there are many other options out there for me and I don't have to yeah. follow this path of guilt and like feeling hate and feeling like I'm not enough and feeling like I have to try to belong. And the Catholic church did not like my mom divorcing my dad, did not like that my mom had like two black kids. Like there was, there were many red flags that I just needed someone there to hold my hand and help me through. 
But if no one is there to be nice to me and open the door and help me through that, I probably would have been still that today would have been that person trying to balance Christian beliefs with my everyday life. But it it wasn't until someone was like, you know, you can do this. You can be a good person. You can love yourself and be loved and not feel like you are an outsider and feel hate and feel this and feel down and feel like you're not enough. So I, I feel like when we instantly call people, say anybody that believes that the earth is, you know, 6,000 years old or whatever, if we say they're all liars, all we're doing is shutting the door on their face. And we're not saying, hey, if you actually question this, if you're going, you moved from middle of nowhere to, uni- to Salt Lake City and you're going to the University of Utah and suddenly you're surrounded by people of different beliefs and maybe someone says, you know, you the earth isn't that, like, isn't 6,000 years old. And then you say, all right, let's talk about it. And then that person, by meeting someone, that's how their mind gets open and they start to question it themselves instead of slamming the door and saying, you're a liar, you're an idiot, you're stupid, and I'm just going to walk away from you and call you an idiot because you're a Christian and you have beliefs. And that person is never going to come around. And that's part of like the problem with the secular community is like we have a really bad habit of just like shutting the door on people's faces and calling them idiots and calling them stupid for having beliefs. But the truth is, is like they just want hope. They just want a community. They want family. They want people to have to believe in and to be there. They want to feel like they belong and feel like real shit. Yeah, they real shit. Not for the pretend blind hope that religion keeps telling us is helping people and giving them something to believe in. No, we need something real and and substantial that we can hold on to. And you know what? That is something that us in the secular hell, the atheists can offer and don't. Yeah. And I feel like Utah has a very bad habit of not offering that in the atheist community because there have been groups in Utah that are just more about bashing people in religions than trying to embrace those people that are actually on the fence of the religion. Because no. I know I know multiple Mormons that would leave the church if they felt like they had another option, but they don't. I, stop I, stop trying to make young earth creationists <laughs> seem like people. God damn it. I was I was about to go there because here's the thing. I love that you have so much compassion about it. I love yeah. that you want to reach out to these people and I love the fact that we can be those kind of people when we need to be. However, it's not entertainment. <laughs> I thought that was entertaining. No, I, I, I personally no, really I, love that. Here, here's the thing. This guy came to us about this kind of shit. And right. So, I, would, I would say the big line there is the difference between people who have a the, that personal belief and the people who are going out and militantly you know, telling making us about videos things, so. and you know standing on the street corner and telling people that the the earth is only six thousand years old or making YouTube videos trying to actively convince people of something that when they're they, adults and they should honestly just, be able to reason their yeah. way out of it. You know that that's where I draw right. the line. And thankfully, TTOR is an adult that doesn't know how to wear glasses properly. Anyway, um, damn it. <laughs> you guys can't uh, Felicia and uh, Rena and Kyle, Kyle watched the video I don't know if anybody I else saw did. that fucking video is that, <laughs> anyway. is that that incel fuck 
No, this is the guy that has the glasses where it's like really tilted off to the side, like where they're like a 45 degree angle. Was People on YouTube are going to be able that, to see like, this. Light can be sped up. Like yeah, that's guy. this guy. Yeah, yeah no, this no, guy. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, and yeah. I didn't get to the end of his comment, so let's just say if you want to attack Young Earth creationism on your channel, that's your business. But don't perpetuate Look. the false narrative that AIG represents all of the YEC movement. They don't represent me, and they don't represent many in the YEC movement. Look, why did you need to come on to our channel to say that? That that's all I'm asking. Is like we're obviously an atheist show. We're obviously anti-Young Earth creationism. Why do you need to come on here and go hashtag not all YECs? I mean, really, uh, that's I, what this is, you know? And, and I will, and I'm, I support everything Rena said about not calling them liars. I don't, I'm going to go ahead and say, I don't think this guy's a liar. I don't think he's a liar. I think that he genuinely believes this and he has some uh, perhaps misguided reasons, perhaps malicious reasons. Perhaps just some unfortunate moral unluck yeah. reasons for believing it. But he's kind of a douche. Oh, he's kind of a douche. This one guy. Anyway, but not I'm going to play some. I, I'm going to. Let watched me get to it. Half this video. I watched half this video completely convinced that this was satire. Because he's going to be talking about something that. Honestly, he probably shouldn't be like, haha, gotcha. Because that's what this whole thing is. It's the whole gotcha, you know movement that you have on the internet that's out there anyway i'm gonna let him play for a second because we don't normally do this on comments from trolls but we're gonna hear from this guy and he's got way too long of an intro for his video with no sound i mean we are i'm nine seconds into it and now he's talking here we go oh wait let me turn that up if you're a young earth creationist like me and you deal with evolutionists and older earth creationists on a regular basis then you've probably heard the following objection from them before the speed of light is a constant variable. If it were to change it all, it would mean the end of reality itself, and we'd all... No, nobody, nobody has ever said that. Nobody has ever, ever, ever said that, and for the, for the love of fuck, get a, a, a pop filter or a windscreen or something. Or a noise gate on whatever editing stuff that you use. Get away from the microphone. Just Get away from the microphone. You don't need to be right on it like this. You don't need to be. You don't need to be licking your lips and doing all this stuff. You just God, no. back up. I'm man. sorry. I'm sorry. Everything about this video just like sets, <laughs> just sets me off. And this guy would be the, the biggest. It would be one of the most amazing satire accounts I've ever seen in my life because it seems so realistic to me. And they're trying. They're trying really hard to distract us from this guy. <laughs> all die and believing in young earth creationism requires you to believe that the speed of light is not a constant variable and then it can change therefore if you embrace young earth creationism you're an idiot who denies science i mean i'm not gonna call you an idiot i can't i can't because he keeps saying earth earth e-r-f earth Wait, I'm I'm sorry. Did he say if I deny young earth creationism, then I'm denying science? Yeah, he yeah. Something along the lines of that, I believe. Uh, he has that coming to the Cuz I'm pretty sure that's literally the opposite of what yes. science says. Rena, yes. Okay, he's going to go on. What do you, I, I don't know how far we got into it cuz I was being a dork and Rena's back. <laughs> I teleported to where Rena is uh and teleported back. So I missed a part of that. But uh <laughs> He gets to a point where he basically shows a study that 
they manipulated... oh, we haven't got to that. We're oh, getting yeah, to that right now. So. Okay, okay, okay. I, I'm waiting for him to bring up the article because I went through the trouble of finding this fucking article. So Good, because go. I didn't have time to do that. That's how the argument goes, but is the speed of light really a constant variable? Uh, um. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay, <laughs> using is those that... two words in the same sentence does not work for me. It's a constant. It's not a constant variable. It's just a constant. It's a constant. And this guy needs to really think of the speed of light, and we'll get to it. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let right, it play because right, we need to get to right. it. We can find out by reading the following article called "Speed of Light Not So Constant After All." Which was published January 17th, 2015 in Science News, magazine of the Society for Science and the Public. You know, a peer-reviewed website. You know, right. it's, it's very... Right. It it's, is. It is. It is. But that's still just the fucking headline. It... <laughs> headline. It's a headline. I, okay, I totally predicted this. I was I was playing this for my sister and I last night. He clickbaited like, himself. So. Yeah, so uh, she was like, what's his fucking point? And I'm like, he's going to argue that because the speed of light can be slowed, that it can also be sped up, and therefore the universe is younger than scientists claim, and therefore the Earth is younger. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm going to let him speak because we're at 16 minutes on this video already. What's that? This was published in a creationist publication? No, this is His a secular so publication. <laughs> this is the friend of evolutionists and atheists and ironically older of creationists. Get a pop filter. Please, for the love of God, get a pop filter. Your sibilance is just way too off the fucking chart. I can't take I don't think I like the term old earth creationist. No, that just no, makes me just... feel really ugh, it's uncomfortable. It's, it's gross. wrong. I don't like it at You all. have the secular publication telling you that the speed of light is not a constant. There's Const not two syllables in that. <laughs> I mean, not three syllables. Constant. <laughs> like he went four on that one. <laughs> He's like getting elementary kids to like start saying constant, constant, and then be like constant. <laughs> constant. Let's actually get into the article though. Light doesn't always travel at the speed of light. A new experiment reveals that focusing or manipulating the structure of light pulses reduces their speed even in vacuum conditions. A paper reporting the research posted online at arxiv.org and accepted for publication describes hard experimental evidence that the speed of light, one of the most important constants in physics, should be thought of as a limit rather than an invariable rate for light zipping through a vacuum. There it is! He read it! We, we should kind of, we should just kind of throw out there, but this, is, some, this is something that actually it was actually proposed uh, a, quite a while ago by some Kyle. guy named Einstein. We're burying the lead. Rena is now ah. a young creationist. I'm convinced oh, no. uh, God is real. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't follow at all. <laughs> but the thing Wait, is, they like, slowed light what? a little bit. They he could, light a little bit. He could have. Wait a minute. He could have completely have done this whole article like that he was looking at here 
if he would have cut it off like a line or two before, taking it out of context, he could have made a, a decent creationist video for his thing where he's like, oh, well, speed of light's not constant all the time, blah, 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 blah. But then he reads the part where it says, I'm sorry. Did light should be thought of, thought of as a limit rather than an invariable rate for light zipping through a vacuum. And we know this because what happens to light when you shine it through a glass of water? It, it refracts, right. not because of, you know, it's having to move through a medium. It's slowing down. What That's about... This is what not about? surprising to anybody who's even studied black relativity. Holes. Black holes? <laughs> black holes, anyone? Black holes. Oh, my God. Uh, what did you say about my butt? I was going to say. <laughs> oh! <laughs> we said it's awesome. And, yeah. okay, I grabbed a comment from this sciencenews.org article that was out there. Speed of light, not so constant after at all. And I'm just, I'm just going to close off with this. We're, we're going to finish up with this. It says... The speed of light in a vacuum, usually denoted as C, because it's the E equals MC squared kind of thing. Yeah. Know, we got that. People right. that know a little bit, like rudimentary science know this kind of thing, is a fundamental constant central to much of physics, particularly Einstein's theory of relativity. While measuring C was once considered an important experimental problem, it is now simplified to be, you know, 2,000, oh, sorry, 299,792,458 meters per second. Anyway. Yeah. And the meter itself is defined in terms of light's vacuum speed. Generally, if light is not traveling at C, it is because it is moving through a material. For example, light slows down when passing, passing through a glass of water. Right. Light is just the handy measuring stick we happen to use. Uh, F equals MA or A equals F over M. So a massless particle should have infinite acceleration and rapidly reach an unlimited speed except that there are constants built into this universe. It is the universe's built-in speed limit that we want to know. This report merely indicates that our current yardstick is very slightly warped under special circumstances. Look, it happens to everybody's yardstick. It's not a big deal. Just, but not that there's something... There's nothing wrong. Yeah, whiskey dick. Yeah, there's nothing wrong it with happens. the laws of physics it, as is currently understood. Or to paraphrase a title from sports, it's not about the light, is what the guy is saying here. So, <laughs> light moves at the speed of the vacuum, whatever the fuck it's going to move at. It has a limit of how fast it can possibly move. The speed of light is the fastest fucking thing out there. However, yeah. if you pass it through a structured medium like they were talking about in this science article that you can go find out there. Yes, it's going to slow down and it's going to show up at micrometers distance shorter because this article, this whole study was about light at shorter distances. It wasn't about light right. in a vacuum. It was about light at shorter distances being passed through fiber optics. Mm -hmm. And he's he's got four more minutes of the shit and I'm not going to listen to it. He ends, up, he ends up making the conclusion that because humans can slow it, therefore God could speed it up. And therefore, the universe is, is younger. Is, and therefore, hashtag. unicorns are real. And therefore, fairies existed. And therefore, dinosaurs were made up. And therefore, hashtag. what the fuck? You could just make up whatever you want. Hashtag <laughs> checkmate atheists is what this guy's trying to say. Yeah. yeah. So don't come on our channel and start spouting off the shit where no. I'm like, 
Oh, not all young Earth creationists. No, you are just as bad as fucking Ken Ham. Oh, yeah. Ken Ham is at oh, least man. trying to make a dollar off of it. Right. What the fuck does it bring you? Right. You're not trying to make money off of it. You're just trying to legitimize. Yes, yeah, you. But you're doing it so badly. He's got so a YouTube badly. channel. So. He's got a YouTube channel. On some level, he wants money from this. Well, Everybody's and, trying to yeah. make money. Maybe we oh, shouldn't sorry. be. Uh, this is kind of the whole punching down thing. If you're talking about YouTube True. statistics here, like yeah, we, we have 1,600 like subscribers, he has 500. 